Little Red Riding Hood by Charles Perrault, as read by Kirsten Giannis. Once upon a time in a village, there lived a little girl, the prettiest you could wish to see. Her mother adored her, and her grandmother adored her even more. This kind lady had a riding hood made for her granddaughter. It was red, and it suited her so well that everywhere she went she was called Little Red Riding Hood. One day, when her mother had done some baking, she made some buns and said, Go and see how your grandmama is, because I've heard she isn't well. Take her one of these buns and a little pot of butter. Little Red Riding Hood set off at once to visit her grandmother, who lived in another village. As she was going into a wood, she met Master Wolf, and he wanted very much to eat her up. But he did not dare, because there were some woodcutters in the forest. He asked her where she was going. The poor child, who did not know that it is dangerous to stay and listen to a wolf, told him, I am going to see my grandmother, and I'm taking her a bun and a little pot of butter that my mother is sending me with. Does she live a long way off? asked the wolf. Oh, yes, said Little Red Riding Hood. It's beyond the mill that you can see ever so far away over there, and it's the first house you come to in the village. Well then, said the wolf, I'd like to go and see her too. I'll go by this path here, and you go by that one, and we'll see who gets there first. The wolf began to run as hard as he could along his path, which was shorter, while the little girl went by the longer path and amused herself gathering hazelnuts, running after butterflies, and making posies out of the flowers that she saw. The wolf did not take long to reach the grandmother's house. He knocked at the door, rat-a-tat-tat. Who is it? It's me, your granddaughter, Little Red Riding Hood, said the wolf, imitating the little girl's voice, and I've brought you a bun and a little pot of butter that Mummy has sent. The kind grandmother, who was in bed because she was not feeling very well, called out, Draw the peg back and the bar will fall. The wolf drew the peg back and the door opened. He flung himself on the old lady and ate her all up in less than a moment because he had not had a meal for more than three days. Then he shut the door, went to lie down in Grandmother's bed, and waited for Little Red Riding Hood. In a little while, she came and knocked on the door, rat-a-tat-tat. Who is it? Little Red Riding Hood, hearing the wolf's gruff voice, was frightened at first. But believing her grandmother had a cold, she answered, It's me, your granddaughter, Little Red Riding Hood, and I've brought you a bun and a little pot of butter that Mummy has sent. Making his voice a little softer, the wolf cried out, Draw the peg back and the bar will fall. Little Red Riding Hood drew the peg back and the door opened. When he saw her coming in, the wolf hid under the bedclothes and said, Put the bun and the little pot of butter on the chest and come and get into bed with me. Little Red Riding Hood undressed and got into the bed where she was very surprised to see what her grandmother looked like without any clothes on, and said, Oh, Grandmama, what long arms you have. All the better to hug you with, my dear. Oh, Grandmama, what long legs you have. 
all the better for running with, my dear. Oh, Grandmama, what big ears you have. All the better to hear you with, my dear. Oh, Grandmama, what big eyes you have. All the better to see you with, my dear. Oh, Grandmama, what great big teeth you have. And they are all the better to eat you with. And as he said these words, the wicked wolf flung himself on Little Red Riding Hood and ate her up. The moral of this tale. Young children, as this tale will show, and mainly pretty girls with charm, do wrong and often come to harm in letting those they do not know stay talking to them when they meet. And if they don't do as they ought, it's no surprise that some are caught by wolves who take them off to eat. I call them wolves, but you will find that some are not the savage kind, not howling, ravening, or raging. Their manners seem instead engaging. They're softly spoken and discreet. Young ladies whom they talk to on the street, they follow to their homes and through the hall and upstairs to their rooms. When they're there, they're not as friendly as they might appear. These are the most dangerous wolves of all. <laughs>